1: 62 years ago, Real Madrid lifted their fifth European Cup following a 7-3 win over Eintracht Frankfurt. That night at Hamden Park was the last time these two teams met each other in competitive play. That is until now, with both sides looking to augment last season's continental title wins by adding the UEFA Super Cup to their trophy collections. I'm joined by Michael Lahoud to preview Wednesday's big game and discuss... The latest developments in the Barcelona Frankie the Young melodrama. Kiego Lasso begins right now. Hey, everybody, welcome to Kiego Lasso, youtube.com forward slash Kiego Lasso, Kiego Lasso Port on Twitter. Hey, we're nearly there. 20,000 subscribers. Don't make me keep saying we're nearly there. <laughs> hey, get us to the end line, seriously. Michael LaHood, how are you, buddy?
2: I'm doing well. I'm uh, away from home, as I said, Minnesota, with our good friends, Ravi and Nicole, gracious hosts, and I'm porch sitting. Right now, first ever k Galasso episode for me, sitting out on a port, sitting on the dock of the bay. So hopefully the show will flow in accordance to that.
1: Absolutely. Well, you sound great. And uh, yes, obviously both uh, Mike and yours truly are not in studio. So apologies if you're watching on YouTube and sometimes it's a little pixelated. But hey, it's all about the content. It's all about the context, right? Uh, and Mike, make sure that you have a good time, obviously, in the MLS and Liga MX All-Star show it should be a fun one to do it. But let's get to it, everybody. Let's begin. And by the way, it's a two-part kind of episode with uh, yours truly and Mike LaHood. We're going to talk about the Barcelona Circus. Don't worry. I just I need a break in the show to really digest everything because there's no such thing as a quiet day at Barcelona Football Club. Mike LaHood, I feel like we need a break, right, before we get into it because it, there's yeah. just so much going on every single day.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, this is literally... Uh, that what was the show? I said Dawson's Creek. A couple weeks ago, is there, is there one? Into, is there no, one better? What's the craziest no, Mike, show?
1: Dawson's Creek. If Dawson's Creek was on crack, maybe <laughs> it, would be, it
2: would be that. I, I feel like you now, know what. They, you know what this is? Do you remember College Hill for BET? Yeah, <laughs> this is College Hill. They tried to do Dawson's Creek on crack on that yeah, one. College yeah, exactly. Hill. This is what this is.
1: I think it's more about uh my so-called life where it was Mm. just like, you know, kind of messy. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, Miami Vice, I don't know. Go wherever (laughs) you want. It's absolute insanity over at Barcelona. We're going to get into it after the break, but let's begin with the Super Cup. It's always kind of the, you know, the starting point, the fireworks, the proverbial fireworks of the European Continental Cup competition, right? The winner of the Europa League of last season against the winner of the Champions League. And in this time, as we said in the intro, it's Eintracht Frankfurt against Real Madrid, and uh, when well, we mentioned in the intro as well, it's been a while, Michael, for these two teams to yeah. meet, so it should be a fun one. So we're going to break it down a little bit. Let's begin with um, Eintracht Frankfurt because they were humbled. Mm. Uh, you know, I can't think of a better word. I guess there's worse words to describe it, but they were <laughs> truly humbled by Bayern Munich six-one yeah. in the opening weekend in the Bundesliga. I believe uh, Per Fabrizio Romano. And things are, you know, as we're taping, I'm sure that they're already developing. But uh, Kostic is already on his way as well to, um, where's he going, by I the think way? I you, forgot
2: you, Juventus, Juventus. Yeah, that's right. He's going yeah.
1: to Juve. Uh, so, hey, Serie A fans can watch him there. But anyway, he's on his way out. So he's not even part of the squad. So talk about a little bit, Frankfurt, in this game. Is it a distraction at this point now? Is it something that they want to savor? What do you think?
2: I think that they have many other problems on their hands in terms of just league play. This is this is more about last year. This isn't a, a launching pad for them to move into the new year. We, we've seen teams in the Super Cup, though, surprise around Madrid or other Champions League champions. Sevilla has had the pedigree of taking the Madrids. Atlético Madrid has taken the Barcelonas and really surprised them and and gotten results or taking them to extra time or penalty kicks. And this could be that sort of game. When you're a Frankfurt team, when you have your best player in Filip Kostic, Serbian international, a guy who played in that game against Portugal to send Serbia to the World Cup, this is a player who's on the rise. Sometimes it's it's a sigh of relief for the group to know where where they came from, a player who is Europa League player of the season and just a star on that team okay, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Now you know that there's closure to that. You can move forward in your season, but he's also a player who could really help this Frankfurt team going up against Real Madrid. They do have some up and coming stars though. Jabril So, who I mentioned in the preview against Bayern, he plays for the Swiss national team. Him and Granit Xhaka of Arsenal should be running that midfield at the World Cup. And they also have Kamada attacking midfielder from Japan. Tremendous and this, this player. player. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be one of the stars to watch for the Japanese national team. And and really, in this Frankfurt team, it's a lot of the same characters. They added Mario Götze, who oh. everyone's trying to channel that 2014 World Cup magic that he had in Borussia Dortmund magic. and he, But he's never been the same since he left Bayern. So th- this is a Frankfurt team that, that still has a lot of key pieces from last season, but they're a completely different team because the addition of Götze has had the domino effect of moving Kamada back to -to box-to-box midfield in the middle of the park. And and I think they lose a little bit more defensive solidarity with Kamada playing in there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I remember, um, you know, recently just reading a few quotes from Frankfurt saying that we want to be a team that's annoying, that just gets in your face, that don't make it easy uh, to win things. And clearly as the season develops, I'm sure you're going to see that, you know, it wasn't a coincidence why they made it, you know, this far. And also – you know, why you would even despite the opening weekend, you would see them doing a little bit better in the Bundesliga. But regardless, they're facing a Real Madrid size that Carlo Ancelotti, by the way, you know, has a great history with the Super Cup. Of course, he won it, I believe, twice with uh, AC Milan as a player, and then he won it twice as a manager as well. Uh, he's already won it with Real Madrid in 2014 as well. So, you know, there's so many accolades. He's taken his full squad. To this, uh, to this game, and everything has been about Barcelona, Michael LaHood. you know. But Real Madrid, very quietly doing uh, their business, uh, you know, in, in this uh, in this summer. And by the way, I forgot to mention. I really should have started. Otherwise, I'm going to get fired. But this game is going to be on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports mm. Network. So make sure that you check that out. But there it is, Carlo Ancelotti with a four. Uh, European Cups, uh, Champions League as well. He's the most successful manager in the Champions League and Super Cups as well. He doesn't take them lightly. He's already said, look, I'm taking my whole team here. So Los Blancos are traveling with 24 recognized first-team players and the 25th member of the squad is uh, the Castilla goalkeeper, Luis Lopez. But you have Courtois in there, Carvajal, Militao, Alava, of course, uh, Hazard, Benzema, Asensio, Alverde, Mm Chumani. We're going to see some action there. So what do you think about Real Madrid this time around? You would think that everything favors to Los Blancos, yes?
2: Oh, absolutely. One caveat to finish up on Frankfurt Frankfurt fans travel really well. We saw that in their run in, especially the Camp Nou with FC Barcelona. Things like that make the difference when you're playing in competition. Madrid fans typically save all their energy for La Liga and the Champions League. Uh, Madrid Madrid fans, they, they travel, but Frankfurt fans are a whole nother level. So that could be an X factor for Frankfurt, who really have nothing to lose against this star-studded Real Madrid team. They have the best player in the world. Yes, that's right. I said it. The best player in the world. And Kareem, the dream, Benzema. And the dream will continue this season one record, though, about Carl Ancelotti's teams that have won the Super Cup the next season, struggled in the Champions League. So maybe a time to rejig things, but this is a Madrid team that I think your newer players, your your Cheminis, this is great opportunity for them. Almost like an addition to see, hey, what can you do against some of the teams we might see in the Champions League that may not be the favorites, but it's a chance to get your feet wet?
1: Are you a little worried that, and I guess I'm using the word worried because I can't think of something else right now, but, you know, (laughs) Karim Benzema, obviously, as you said, if he doesn't win Ballon d'Or, I would be shocked. Uh, Best player in the world, obviously, won the Champions League once again. Mm. But are you worried about the lack of support for Mm. Karim Benzema when he's not playing? Because Ancelotti said that he isn't worried about it, but, you know, he's not getting any younger, Benzema. He's not going to be able to play every single game. You know, th- what do you make about the lack of number nine support uh, for Real Madrid?
2: Oh, well, there's no plan B. This is why last season he played every possible minute that he could. And I know he picked up some knocks late on in the campaign. But this is a Madrid team that, that I think they're they're good for one competition. And they have to choose. Now that they won the Champions League, the focal point has to go towards La Liga. Uh, and, and Sorry, not La Liga. The focal point has to go towards you, you choose one or the other. And can they repeat? Maybe, but you look at how they repeated. They repeated off the back of the heroics of one player who will have the FIFA World Cup. He didn't have the World Cup last year, so he's going to be exhausted with yeah. the, the the physical output that the French national team is so dependent on him. He will play every minute of every game at the World Cup. And it, it, I think this is where Madrid could possibly get exposed if they don't bring someone. A miracle happens in, in the summer window or in the January window. I think Rodrigo, they tied him down to a new contract. Vinicius Jr., new contract. They have the young players. But now you're a your Madrid team without Gareth Bale, who can still play, showed it for yeah. Wales. Yeah. And the number nine position, though, there's a massive gap in terms of depth. I agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Ancelotti's not worried. Who are we to judge his uh, you know, decision-making? But it is something definitely to think about. By the way, here's a fun little thing for you all. Uh, obviously, Real Madrid taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. You can watch it on Paramount+, Plus. CBS Sports Network. Mike, check this out. This is going to be the first use of the new off-site technology after mm. the trials in the Arab Cup and the Club World Cup last season. So this is the first time in an official European main sort of cup game in a final that you're going to see this offside technology. It's going to be interesting to see that in Helsinki, I guess, I don't know. How much more advanced can you get with these things at
2: this point? Oh, uh, well, they're, they're just maybe drone referees. That's maybe the next <laughs> level. We'll probably see that in 2026 when it comes to the States, Mexico and Canada. Uh, but the, this is why you have the Super Cup. This is why you have competition before the official leagues and, and things really get into full flow all across Europe and all across the world. Uh, one thing that I, I'm really keen on seeing is for the Madrid standpoint, I'm keen on seeing, with regard to offside one, Vinicius Jr., this might be the game where he gets uh, breaks the record for offsides. But uh, on the flip (laughs) side, for Frankfurt, though, remember, this is a Frankfurt team that is very comfortable without the ball. In this competition, in Europa League competition, they got to the final letting West Ham have the ball, letting Mm -hmm. Barcelona have the ball, letting every other team. They're one of the lowest possession teams. And they're very efficient, though. In the Europa League final, Rangers had a majority of the ball. And keep an eye on the guy with four names, Rafael Santos Murray. I, I, if, right. I mis, if, if I mispronounced his names, nah, I'm sorry, You did Rafael. it
1: beautifully, my friend. Yeah, you did The it man with
2: four names, he's a tricky customer. He is very efficient in front of goals. All he He's not the biggest striker, but he's very efficient. A poacher in the final third. If this game is nil-nil, the longer it goes, it favors Frankfurt because he's a silent assassin.
1: Yeah, well, Desnar, showed those betting tips again because uh, I wonder if a brave uh, human being will might say Real Madrid are uh, you know mm. under tw- twenty five uh, three fifty for a draw and uh, five seventy five for Frankfurt. I don't know a cheeky a cheeky wager for Frankfurt to do something. Real Madrid haven't started their season yet. Frankfurt have they know what it takes to play a really big giant, I'll bed, They lost 6-1 to Bayern Munich, mm. so it could be different there. But you never know. You never know. I'm going to go with a Real Madrid win. Yeah. It, I, I think it would probably take uh, a little bit tougher, to your point, because uh, Frankfurt are so good off the ball, specifically because they rely so much on that counter and being physical whenever set pieces are taken. And Real Madrid not yet fully started their season. That might be a little caveat there. But I'm going to go with a Real Madrid win. I'm going to go with a 2-1. In 90 minutes, yeah. actually, I'm going to have this. What about you?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that, too. One, I think Frankfurt surprises them with how much they frustrate them. They might they have, score
1: first, actually. Yeah,
2: I, I actually think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think Madrid, there's going to be the feel-good factor. Everyone's sun-kissed, almost as sun-kissed as you. And our very <laughs> own James Benj, whose team literally has one good game. Benj is going on holiday, taking the week <laughs> off. J.J. himself in Corsica. You and I are the only ones that do work here, L.M.A., yeah, and, nice. and, and, and Des as well. So we're,
1: we're we're Eintracht Frankfurt here. We're waking them up with a, with a goal, <laughs> and then Real Madrid. Eventually, they get the job done. All right, so two one yeah. with Frankfurt scoring first, I think is a is a pretty yeah. good is a pretty good result, and then Real Madrid essentially waking up. All right, well, don't forget, everybody, that you can watch this game on Paramount Plus on CBS Sports Network, uh, and make sure to watch it. It's basically the kickoff of European. Cup competition, because after that, Europa League, Champions League, Conference, of course, and so much more. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, I promise you we talk Barcelona. Listen, disclaimer, I don't know how much this is going to go, because this is just a circus. So bear with us, okay? But Michael LaHood, LME, we'll be right back. We'll talk Barcelona and everything else that goes with it. Que Lasso, we'll be right back.
3: Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly, and our listeners will receive thirty-five percent off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link: Taylorbrands.com/slash/cbssports. That's tailorbrand scom slash cbssports So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.
1: Everybody, welcome back to kego Lasso, Michael LaHood, LME here. Paramount Plus, by the way, is the only place to stream every minute of every Serie A match. Michael LaHood, Serie A is coming back, baby. Are you excited or what?
2: Oh, you see these hands, they're getting ready. <laughs> these hands are getting ready. Now, I'm, I'm excited. This could be one of the most exciting Serie A seasons in a while yet. Last season was tough to beat. This could be one better.
1: 100%. And remember, you can uh, watch it on Paramount Plus. You can quickly and easily sign up for your very own account right now with a free one month trial by going to paramountplus.com forward slash Italy. Just click the try it free button and use promo code Italy for instant access to the best Italian club soccer available across all of your devices. Visit paramountplus.com forward slash Italy and start streaming today. I love it. I love it. Sedia coming back. Is gonna be fantastic on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports. All right, here it is, Michael. Is there, please, Barcelona? I just want one day to just chill, <laughs> just one. I mean, I'm in your, I'm in your freaking city, and I love it. But it's just so much. All right, so let's 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 round it up, and then Michael, let's yeah. get your thoughts. Barcelona, uh, per the excellent David Ornstein of The Athletic, massive report here where we all know the Frankie the Young situation. Barcelona really need to get rid of a few players in order to register the new ones. There's obviously the, uh, the financial, economic levers that they're trying to pull in order to generate more income, in order to meet the certain criteria for, from a, uh, a perspective in La Liga, economically speaking. But per David Ornstein, um, Barcelona looked at the contract That was originally signed when Bartomeu was around and told the young that this actually was illegal and, you know, they could take him to court if he doesn't um, agree to either significantly (laughs) reducing your wages or leaving. Then, In addition to that, everybody, COPE uh, reported that uh, the Sixth Street deal regarding, uh, you know, the the, uh, Barcelona uh, marketing uh, rights uh, was partially paid for with Barcelona's own money. They essentially created their own entity to pay off that money. But you know, uh Lali is saying that it's not enough, right? And and saying that you you still have registration issues as well. And then, meanwhile, the very excellent Gerard Romero, who talks about Barcelona all the time, reporting on it, Bernardo Silva apparently is being linked with Camp now as well. And Frankie the Young, apparently, maybe Chelsea's getting more interested. And Abamian might go there as well. And Memphis the pie to Tottenham. Who knows? <laughs> Okay, let's begin with the De Jong situation. What do you make of it? Because this is just insane. Great reporting from David Ornstein once again. What what do you make of it?
2: I think this is beyond the scope of ridiculousness. This is showing a club that looks more like the Catalonia mob. This looks more like the (laughs) godfather. Part one, two, maybe not three. Because three, I didn't. I thought two and one were. Better I'm with than it. Three. I'm with it. This this is this is getting crazier by the second. This is a club that is going out. It, it looks like they're just lying in in the media and doing things behind closed doors. Accounting wise, look if your if your issue started with accounting, you don't continue it by creating entities. So the figures to that with the Sixth Street deal, it was supposed to be four hundred mil, million euros that they get in terms of revenue upfront, Sixth Street get 25% of TV rights up to that at this certain point. With this entity, they've now miraculously generated 617 million euros just out of thin air.
1: Yeah, like, and the Liga is saying that, <laughs> in fact, it's actually way less uh, of that. Keep mm. keep going. Yeah, it,
2: and and so the thing that I don't understand is if you're a player and you're watching this, how in the hell do you still say, you know what, you know where I need to go? right into the pits of hell that is Barcelona maybe not the neighborhood you're staying in but that stadium is Jinx get the hell away from it yeah
1: that. well you know what Des Norris uh, and I were talking about this while well, we we're waiting for you before taping that uh, I have a take about it I, I don't know if it's the if it's a correct take but sometimes I feel that players they're very smart they're not naive but they are young they, they aren't still in their mid-20s, yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to dissuade you from thinking otherwise, but I just think that sometimes uh, players, uh, I don't know, their their own uh, envision of what they think a club is, is not directly related to the re- realism of what the club actually is doing. And I think, uh, you know, an agent can maybe sell something a little bit yeah. better than before, but it's just crazy. Um, yes, that's go ahead, run it. Uh, I believe uh, Nico... Cantor asked Joan Laporta regarding the De Jong situation amounting to extortion, yeah, check it out, it's right here.
3: The last question on Frankie, I don't want to press on so much. The Dutch Players Union chairman, Evgeny Levchenko, had mentioned that the, what's going on between Frankie and Barcelona was a kind of extortion. What do you have to say about that?
1: Well, I respect all the opinions, but we are not doing any extortion to anybody. You know, if uh, uh, talks... Uh, between two parties is an extortion. I think that the, this guy is wrong, but uh, I respect any opinion. So I, I have a thing here, Mike. I want your mm. opinion on what you just saw there. But, uh, you know, always, if you want to, you know, know a person, follow what they do, not what they say. And I feel like yeah. this is very true of not, and this is not just on La Porta. This is on everybody. What What do you... What do you make of, uh, a great question by Nico, but what do you make of, of Laporte's handling of the De Jong situation?
2: I think it's getting worse by the second. The less he says in front of the media, the better. I think it's getting to a point where he's talking himself in circles and Xavi is in bed with him in that, where this started out by saying, hey, he's not for sale. Manchester United leading the race. In trying to pursue him. At we want, all to, keep costs. Him, we et want to keep him. He's not for sale. And then he the had a great time.
1: game uh, against Pumas and John Gamper, yep. where Barcelona on the pitch looked beautiful. Oh yeah. Yep. So football wise, he's great. But uh, yes, correct. And,
2: and And then it goes, well, maybe for 65 million euros, we'll think about it. And then slowly but surely, actually overnight, it became 85 plus add ons. And then it was, well, he's not for sale to the media. But behind closed doors, it's, mm, let's play him at center back. As a player, I've been there. When the club does not want you, when they move past you, when they see an opportunity to get rid of you and bring in other players, these are the games they play. They play mind games with the players on the field first, playing you out of position, playing you in a position that could be the detriment of your confidence. That It's pretty much trying to get the player to cry uncle so he can say, you know what, I want out at all costs. Rip up the contract and send me anywhere to go to his agent. And this is the type of mind games that's happening.
1: Yeah, and Des, you're correct. Uh, We could have another podcast about Pumas and how they were just there to make up the number because it was just (laughs) embarrassing. But it was uh, on the pitch. It's a beautiful... There's no denying on what Xavi is doing on the pitch, a great manager and the talent that he has. But, you know, everybody knows how much of a fan I am with uh, uh, Pedri and Gavi, And, of course, you know, uh, Lewandowski entering is, is fantastic. But to your point, there is... A little bit of uh, I don't want to say bullying, but I can't think of yeah. anything else no. here. Uh, you know, intimidation factors regarding a player who, by the way, I mean, you know, the scenes of Martin Braithwaite entering that game, by the way, and then the Camp now booing him. That's <laughs> just that's disgusting. That's yeah. you know, this is a player that that is entitled to to his contract, and and you're bowing him for that? Come on, like, yeah. That's, ridiculous. That,
2: that's well, that that's the thing. That's a flip side of the modern day and the modern player is, you sign the player to a contract, and this is not the player's fault that the likes of Laporta, Rossell, who I, you might be watching this show still behind bars, and <laughs> I mean this is this is an issue that started at the top. These players were not part of it. They did their due diligence to play well enough to be on Barcelona's radar. And there's a contract that you signed. It's a binding contract between two parties. And, you know, yes, there's this sense of Catalonian pride. There's a sense of nostalgia that's attached to Barcelona. But these players do not, they owe them 90 minutes. They do not owe them anything past that. That's not what a contract guarantees you. And so this is business. There's business for Barcelona goes the Barcelona way. And business for these players go the players' way. Pure soccer business.
1: Yeah, because then there's the young factor, and then the thing that we originally discussed, where like being locked in dispute with the league, the only league in which you're playing, over a deal regarding selling future TV rights to a U.S. fund. I mean, that's a that's a that's a lot to take in there. Yeah, and 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 but because of that, you might not be able as a club to register players, and that's <laughs> and as we're taping, by the way, Barcelona's social media accounts are. Showing clips of uh, different players uh, showing their new numbers for the season—it's just—it's just, it's just <laughs> insanity to me. It's insanity to me. And l- listen, I just want to say this: like, I'm going to the opener this weekend. Like, mm. I—you I, know—I have a soft spot for this club. Everybody does because it's the club that teaches you the the right way to play the game. Meskun club, right? It's meant to be—you know—philosophically speaking. Uh, culturally speaking, something that you look up to. La Masi is like this great academy. Obviously, Lionel Messi and all these other players. But, you know, I, I want it to prosper. But it's, you know, it's getting to the point where you don't know exactly what you're getting out of the product that you're investing in. It, it's, it's insane to me.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I will always forever be a player's guy, having mm. been a former player. Mm. And I, I, gosh, this happens not to this extent on the world stage, but this is part of the business. These are the dark arts of soccer. (laughs) When clubs get into trouble, it's you're trying to balance books at all costs because that is more than the club. (laughs) There's a lot of money that's floating around. And for a club that has the ambition, and really, I'm going to guess that once Real Madrid won the Champions League, there is no option for Barcelona than to go out and win at all costs.
1: Success needs to happen now. Overnight when
2: that happened, that triggers that we need to do this overnight or else we'll be the forgotten story. Atletico Madrid winning the title the year before Madrid does Barcelona kind of being on the downward turn, they get Xavi, but not like this Barca, not like this. I I, like as a United fan, I used to cringe. I used to envy Barcelona because they were becoming the new standard in Europe with that golden generation, but it was the way they did it. It was that love affair on the field and off the field with the club, the high standards, the ethics this is a a club I don't even recognize right now.
1: Yeah, and to your point, success needs to happen right now. Otherwise, uh, the future of the club really could be in peril. And a reminder, by the way, that there's a difference between, you know, what we say of what's going on behind the scenes in the club itself and fans, because every fan deserves a club that, you know, represents the passion of fan base uh, as much as anyone. And Barcelona, hopefully, can remedy this but right now it's 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 every day it's something else it's absolutely insane (laughs) (laughs) so anyway we finish with that uh and i'm sure that you know as we continue we'll probably get more from barcelona but we started with the super cup don't forget that you can watch it on paramount plus on cbs sports network real madrid against eintracht frankfurt should be a fun one michael Lahoud. before we say goodbye any final thoughts i mean mls all-stars liga mx all-stars should be a fun one
2: yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going to keep it on the game because we always have tomorrow's show. But I'm going to keep it on the game. I can't wait to see Vinicius Jr. This is a, a, a young player who had a breakthrough season. And the year before, it was just the start of something. But this season, Carlo Ancelotti, the player whisperer, whispering in his ear, go score goals. And this kid's electric. I want to see what he not just brings to Real Madrid, but could he be a factor for the Brazilian national team at yeah. the World Cup? This fall and this winter, and it's games like this that matter most for young players and their confidence. So, good luck to him and good luck to Madrid. Ugh,
1: Brazilian talent pool, man, it's just, I just, it's just ridiculous. It's it's deeper than a Nas lyric in El Manic. It's just like <laughs> absolutely insane. Uh, I, I'm with you, Vinicius Junior. I think this is going to be a big season for Eduardo Camavinga as well. I think mm, he's going to yeah. make an imprint as well, as well as he helps as well. Schumani as well should be a fun one. And uh, you know while Barcelona is going through all this madness. Real Madrid, the champions of Europe, are very quietly just trying to get things going. Florentino Perez is probably sitting on his couch, just loving every <laughs> single <laughs> minute of it. Yeah. We will see. All right. Well, that's Michael a. Hood at Michael a. Hood, Element Shigerai. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Kego Lasso, pod, youtube.com forward slash Keigo Lasso. Again, 20,000 subscribers. We're getting so much closer, and we got plenty more. We're going to recap uh, the Super Cup as well. So make sure that you tune in for that. we got the next weekend preview, should be a good one. Uh, and much, much more to come. Michael Hood, Elami, Kegolazo, have a great, great rest of your week. See you next time. Bye-bye.